Brofist to you all! Friday has descended on us one more time, and another week has passed in this glorious world that we exist in together. And my god, what another week it has been. Every single week with you guys is just better than the last. It has been extraordinary! Oh my god. Not only do we have a date, July 6th, we're getting the hair done, or we're taking pictures. I'll try and get as much stuff as we can do. It's going to be happening, but today we played a random game off the spur, the strange land, and we're lucky enough to be joined by the developer of the game throughout the entire playthrough, and we got to see Lady Sylvanus herself in action in the brand new raid via our wonderful viewers putting together a last minute pug raid to get in there and have her completely kick our ass. It was, uh, you know... <laughs> It was a beast. It was a bit of a beast. Uh, we didn't get to uh, we didn't get to mess around <laughs> at all with Lady Sylvanas. An interesting take. I will do a little video of my thoughts on it. But my God, man, they've gone like you're not scamming this. That is the whole approach Blizzard has taken. Is you are not scamming this. A plain room, nothing to manipulate it. You can't even really move her around. They have gone to great lengths to make sure there'll be no scamming, there'll be no cheesing, there'll be no raiders using their giant brains in order to manipulate the fight. It was kind of interesting. It's a, a weird take. Usually they go for big, bombastic, epic, giant things all over the place, but not this time. Keeping it small, keeping it light, keeping it hard. There will be cheese. There is always cheese to be found. Always cheese to be found. But uh, we didn't see it. We looked, but we did not see where the cheddar doth lie. <sighs> it's not why you're here today, though, is it? Let's finish off our week in style. Let's finish strong because it is drama time once again. All around the world, you guys have been sending us your tales to drama at preachgaming.com. You can also upload them to the website. We have a form for you there if you're not sure what to do or you're a little bit worried. It's all there for you, along with every drama story we ever tell, politely tagged and ready. But I'm going to start with some glorious news. You may remember last week, we had one of the best moments on Drama Time ever, in that uh, we were played, manipulated by, like, a fiddle, as uh, we announced that uh, one of our viewers was pregnant. <laughs> to their partner, live on the show, it was dropped in there. And we have a tribute to go along with it we have a little tribute to go along with it in s in, in, in glory really not to me but actually into you the audience into your unbelievable ability to create a meme where none exists you do have an ornate skill my friends in creating this moment and uh, you should be celebrated although as much as i i don't really want to because you guys will take the ego trip of a lifetime but let's do it all the ballers, and of course, the biggest brofist to you, and particularly your chats. As you heard, as you heard last week on Drama Time, I got my wife's ego prego. I want to thank you and chat for celebrating with us, and Persap wanted to say thank you for helping with the big surprise. So this is from the partner's POV, who did not know that they were having a baby until Drama Time. We have decided, in tribute to your wonderful audience... That the official pre-birth name of our baby is Gianluca. From now until the day the baby is born, Gianluca shall be the name. <laughs> we did it, lads! We did it! As a team, we did it! Oh my god, we did it. And after the baby is born, it will never be referred to as Gianluca again. Uh, I'm hoping to have the name carried over after birth, but Persap has already shut down both Illidan and Arthas. Good. Do not name your child Illidan. Do not ch name your child Arthas. Why would you do that? Right? One of them is covered in scars and is a bit of an emo, and the other one murdered a city, right? And then, I don't know, millions of people after it? I mean, it's not a good idea, right? It's not a good idea. Why don't you pick someone who's more, I don't know, friendly? Like Nathanos Blightcaller. Nathan's a good name. Why do you go with Nathanos, yeah? Nathanos is number one. Looking after your ideals, yeah? Thumbs up. Why don't you do that? <clears throat> I think that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, you asked about the health, because obviously they've been through a lot of health issues. Persap and the girls are doing well. Our oldest has been in remission from cancer for three years. Big thumbs. Persap's kidneys are under control, and her mom is doing well. 
First up does tell me though that I am in charge of diaper changes since I missed out on our girl's baby years. So any advice would be welcomed. It's gross. That's the only advice I can give you. It's fucking gross. It's absolutely gross. Everybody who talks about like the baby stuff and how magical it is, it's full of shit. There is magical times with a baby, but mostly it's fucking gross. They're going to have shit all up the back. How does that happen? I don't know, but it does happen. It will reach their hair. And you just have to deal with it, right? That's my advice. Just do it and be done with it. Do a good job and move on with your day. And then one day, and this is the best, one day you won't have to do it anymore. All right? That's my advice as a father is it sucks. You're just cleaning up shit. It's not magical. It's piss and shit. All right? Clean it up. Get it out of the way. Move on with your day. And one day it will be over. That's it. That's all you need to know. So thank you again. I stand by my decision to bench my mother, which he did do. Uh, as you know, there is no room for shitters in a raid. <laughs> I'm not sure I benched my mother. Uh, but we have baby Gianluca! There's baby Gianluca! There we go, we got a head, we got the arm, we got a belly, we got little legs, we got a body. Baby Gianluca, everybody! There's baby Gianluca, who is, uh, growing, you know, LFR right now. LFR right now, but, you know, in, in some months... We'll be there. LFR right now. But we'll get there. We'll get there as a team. We will get there. Right. I want to move us forward, though. That was a wonderful update. Thank you very much. I want to move us forward because I don't think... Obviously, as you guys know, Bex checks through the stories so I can go in blind. Uh, but I give, I give him a little skim just to see the general theme. Because Bex usually prefers something like seven or eight stories for me. Hmm. I have a problem. That I don't think Bex picked up on. At all. I have a problem with this story. I have a problem with you, Arthur. I do. Okay? I have a problem with you. I need two guild names from uh, you guys. I need two... Two guild names. Now, I'm saying that because this story... Is about somebody. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, the McCrackers, the LFR babies. I like the LFR babies. Go with LFR babies and the the floor. No, we're not having floor inspectors again. <laughs> we're not having that. We're not having that. The Uwu Tang Clan. Oh my god, that's gross. <laughs> the magical womb. Oh my god, that sounds so incel. I don't want anything to do with it. The magical womb. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, we'll go with the knobends. Knobends seems more up our street. I like knobends. We'll go with. Should not have said that. Should not have said. Okay, uh, we're going to go with Hyde and Pexy, wonderful supporters on our website. Thank you very, very much, both of you, for enabling this show. Thank you very, very much. Okay, <sighs> the big uh-oh, the big uh-oh. Mm. Hi, Mike. I'm the guild master of the guild, the LFR babies, in the United States of that America. In the beginning of the Shadowlands. We recruited like crazy to fill our bench and be ready to mythic raid ASAS fucking P. We wanted to try and go for that cutting edge. We over-recruited to make sure we had lots of room to trial people. Get the ones that really put in the effort to gear up and be raid ready. Which is great advice. People will always quit when a new expansion is coming. Now one of those raiders was a rogue named Hyde. When it came time for raid, Hyde put in no effort to his gear, which is weird for a rogue, and <laughs> and to be ready for the heroic content we were jumping straight into. Whereas, the rest of the raiders were running mythic dungeons, trying to min-max their gear, Hyde was off waiting for his raid invite that would surely come. And when it came time for that raid, we had put a cut-off item level, saying anyone that was below that and it was a reasonably attainable item level, was be, would be unable to come for that week due to us wanting to progress through it relatively quickly and take the people that have shown willing. Fair enough. Weeks. Weeks went by where Hyde was below the cutoff. When asked why he wasn't putting in the effort to get a little bit of gear in order to help the raid during progress, he said, why should I get gear from Mythic Plus when I'm in a raid guild. 
Following this, he rage quit in a very toxic manner. Extremely toxic. Which was quickly forgotten. He had never really even raided with us at all. Whatever. One of the guys left. The guild was still doing well. Okay. Now, let's let's move forward, but still in the past here. This is mid-April 2021. I receive a message from one of my core raiders saying, Bruh. Bruh. I've made a mistake. I invited a new trial, and it's Hyde's alt. Uh, I don't know who this guy is, but I've now found out he was an old trial who went off on people when he quit the guild, and he was a bit of an ass. I'm really sorry. Hmm. I decided, since it wasn't something that had become a meme, his memory was barely a fart in a jacuzzi, it was possible if he had changed his ways, got a little better, wasn't too bad. Sure, we'll give him a second chance. We were in need of a few backup raiders in order to fill our bench out, so maybe he's changed, right? No big deal. So, I had a conversation with him. Mr. Hyde, I'm going to let you know. What you're trialing for is not an official raid spot. What we're actually looking for is something that our guild calls raid support positions. Now, this is me talking now. Mike, what the fuck is a raid support position and who trials for that? Because I ain't ever heard of that in my life. The fuck is a raid support? Is he trialing people to not be part of the raid? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> Do you need to trial people to not take part in the raid? I'm very confused as to this raid support position idea. But if it's involving farming herbs or something, okay, I can kind of see where you're coming from. But a raid support position. Mm. <laughs> Sign me up. Anyway, let's move forward. What does raid support position mean? Our author clarifies. It means that you're a backup. And you are very likely to sit on several fights... And your job is to fill in mainly on farm night when other people can't make it. Wow. Awesome. Cool. That sounds great. That sounds really good. I, 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 would like, I would like to be a part of that process. Really. We told him, dude, we're already melee heavy. And that he is the first priority to not raid <laughs> when we... When we need are to sit when we need someone to get out. He agreed to these terms. Okay? And began his trial with us. Can I point out to any raid guild that if you tell someone they're trialing to not raid and they say okay, that's a red flag as on both ends. You're bad and they're bad. Don't combine the two. Okay? This is the red liquid and the blue liquid. Put them together. That's gonna go boom. I'm just letting you know that. If anybody goes, yeah, sure, I'll trial to not raid, that's a bad sign. Okay. Now, what happened, though? Honestly, we had him go for three weeks without asking him to sit for any fights and made sure that he was able to keep up and hold his own. So you trialed him as a raider. He struggled a lot with many mechanics. His DPS was good when he was alive. So we decided... That we would pass him as the raid support position. We had a conversation. We told him that he is approved for the backup spots of the raid. And so he then paid to transfer his character permanently to our server and join the guild, the LFR Babies. Now, this is where I read up to. I haven't read past this. But I hate you, author, for what you're about to do. And I don't think that you think you did anything wrong here. But you've already done many things wrong. And now it just gets way worse. So, our rogue, Hyde, has now paid money to transfer to the server. The next week, he still continued to struggle with several raid mechanics. Almost as if... He shouldn't have been approved to join the guild, right? So we sat him on his first week after paying to transfer to the server. Didn't sit him before he paid to transfer. You sat him the first week he actually transferred to your guild. 
Okay? So we sat him. And then we picked up a pug that could do the mechanics and could pull their weight. You did what? You did what? So there's a few things we can read from this sentence, right? One, you don't have enough players because you had to invite somebody else. A rogue is not a key position like a tank or a healer. It's a rogue. Who, who takes rogues to raids anyway? Nobody. You trial this guy for three weeks, passed him, told him to pay to transfer, and then you benched him for a pug in a DPS spot. Now, I hope you see where you went wrong here, because this is pretty fucked up. This is pretty... I would lose my shit. Hyde might not be the greatest person alive. No one's denying that whatsoever. But fuck you. Honestly, fuck you. I'm only reading what the author has put down. Let's put it that way. All right. <clears throat> so we sat him and picked up a pug that could do the mechanics and could pull their weight. After this, this might be a shock to some of you listening to this right now. He was quite agitated. Which we saw as red flags. Are you insane? Are you, in, you, you considering him being annoyed at paying to transfer to your server and being benched for a pug as a red flag? Really? That's how you're seeing it? That he's the red flag here? Are you joking? Are you actually joking? Oh my god. <laughs> he started whispering random people in the guild, asking why he was benched over someone else. And when told by our recruiter that we had told you you would probably get benched, he didn't believe them, so he's also crazy. His exact quote to our recruitment officer was this. Yeah, you told me I might be benched. I was like, yeah, technically, that's the spot, but it won't really happen. Is this clown school? What's going on? Hey! Why don't you join our guild? You're probably not going to get to raid, and you're the first person we're going to sit. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, sure. Like, that's ever going to happen. What? <laughs> what is going... What is happening? Right? It doesn't stop there, though. <clears throat> he then went to our general chat in Discord to start asking everyone why he was benched, and they weren't. I sent him a direct message explaining that he was not doing the mechanics correctly. Something you might have figured out in a trial. Oh, wait, you did. You did figure that out during his trial and passed him anyway. And now <laughs> you're doing this. <laughs> you had all the evidence you needed. What the hell? <laughs> exactly like you found out in the past. Oh, okay. <clears throat> you're dying too often. And we then reminded him that we told him when you joined this guild that you are raid support. He backed down, and then we called it a day. All right. Sure. Okay, let's let's continue to, like, let's put more fuel on this fire, shall we? The next week, we're back in the raid and decided to take him with us because we had a call-in and we needed somebody to fill in the raid. Upon getting to the raid, he did not bring any consumables. He had not watched the fight or looked at the notes in our Discord server for our raid strats. Every pull, he either killed someone. What boss is it? I would love to know. Every pull, he either killed someone from not doing the mechanics correctly or died himself. We literally told him four times to stop running ahead and stack with the group. Oh, my God. Which fight is it? Oh, my God. Oh, that sentence. Don't run ahead. Move together. Substick wins. Council of Blood. The dance is... What's it called? Dance Macabre, whatever it's called. But you're running in a circle. Don't fucking leg it when you're running in a circle and bomb everybody behind you. Just don't do that. Just go around in a circle nice and slow. Real easy. <sighs> don't run ahead. Upon the raid leader stating, Dude, this is the fourth time I have asked you not to do this. Please... Stop running ahead and stay with the group. No, this is... If you've not done myth, Mythic Council of Blood... Dark Recital. Yeah, if you've not done Mythic Council of Blood... During Dance Recital, you run in a circle around the boss. This allows the melee to keep DPSing. But you have to do it together. Because if one person runs ahead, they leave bombs on the floor, which everyone else, the other five people, run into. 
You just go in a nice steady circle around the boss. That's all you have to do. It's so easy. The problem is, everybody in World of Warcraft moves at different speeds. So some of you fasty boys need to go a little slower to account for death knights, essentially. Right? Death knights. So, yeah. All you do is you just go in a nice circle. Nice circle. But I believe it's one of the most fucked up mechanics on there. Anybody who's done Mythic Council has seen that has seen that go wrong. <laughs> this, though. This was all it took to set the demon loose. He unleashed the inner Illidan. He started berating us on Discord about how we had disrespected him. F-bomb this and F-bomb that. At this point, I was beyond aggravated and banned him from Discord just to shut him up and get him off comms. Once banned from Discord, he started going off with some very over-the-top racial slurs. Of course, I would expect nothing less. And name-calling. I then rushed to the in-game guild menu, right-clicked his name and booted him from the guild. Of course. Only I didn't boot him from the guild. Oh. Oh, you dumb bastard. Hey, you kind of deserve it. Stupidly, I had, in my rush to get rid of him and stop all the racism in our guild chat, the only option that said guild in it when right-clicking a member's name was promote to guild master. After about 15 seconds after doing that, I realized I was no longer the GM. <laughs> <laughs> as you can probably imagine and your chat can imagine uh yeah they yeah, they can imagine it quite vividly actually i was uh two steps from smashing my computer to pieces and was bright red in the face if i wasn't a bald man i would have definitely ripped out more hair <laughs> naturally as you can imagine he started going through being an over-the-top asshole to everyone in the guild and basically lined everyone up for a firing line Going off about who he hated and why, and then proceeded to start kicking the members from the guild. This went on for about an hour before a few people said they would try and friend him to see if they can get the guild back. I was done at this point, and had already G-quit knowing the guild was a lost cause. You gave up on the guild? <laughs> you coward. <laughs> you quit the GM, quit the guild. Oh no, what a clown show. It might be for the best, honestly. <laughs> it might be for the best. I had submitted a ticket and reported the player, but I felt honestly overly defeated at my own mistakes. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> That's the situation. I give up. I'm going to bed. Now I take you all to Sunday, May 16th, 2021. We created a brand new guild. <laughs> really? You created a new guild? We created a new guild and moved everyone over to the knob ends. But it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. But it was a place we could gather and go raid together. I took a look at the WoW forums and WoW progress and saw that Hyde started to change all my posts and was trying to recruit for my guild using the guild's raid achievements. We were 11 out of 12 mythic last year, currently 6 out of 7, 6 out of 10. Nihilotha. Not Nihilotha, Nathria. He was nowhere close to either of these and himself was 2 out of 10 this tier before we took him in. So I started my day a bit flustered to say the least. Blizzard GMs were no help in recovering any of this and they state they don't jump in and get involved with any of this kind of crap. So I washed my hands of the whole thing and figured it was over. It's not over, apparently. <laughs> okay. Bring in Pexy. Okay. Pexy is a newer recruit of ours that joined roughly around the same time as Hyde. He has been tanking for us, but since Cross Realm has been opened, he was still on another server. So he created a level one tune and got invited to the old guild and started to talk shit about all the raiders and how Hyde was super right and began to really inflate his ego. Oh, God. <laughs> He then proceeds to say he wanted to raid lead for him and start recruiting. Hyde took him seriously and wanted to get going with Hyde's brand new guild. But Pexy kept telling him there were issues and he didn't have the correct permissions to update things for recruitment and make the guild organized and proper. Hyde, after several tries, was unable to see what was wrong and couldn't figure it out because, as you guys could probably tell, nothing was wrong at all. So Pexy asked him, can you just pass me GM? I'll fix it and give it back to you. And to our utter shock, this dumbass gave him GM. Pexy liked the baller he is, instantly kicked Hyde from the guild, invited all of the, all of the knob ends back. And once again, my friends, the LFR babies was reborn. He gave me guild master immediately. 
I have to say, Mike, it was an overall roller coaster of an experience that week, and I don't I know for sure this will never be forgotten by me because my guildies never let me fucking forget. As they should not. As they should not. You should be hard memed for this every time something happens in the guild. Every single time. Like non-stop. Non-stop. I have a moral of this story. Before you rush to go and boot a toxic piece of shit out of your guild, take a moment to make sure you're not passing them the reins. Also, Blizzard should really make it so you have to type something in to confirm a GM swap, just like deleting an item. Just my opinion. Yeah, it's Blizzard's fault. Hope you enjoyed the story. I know now, <laughs> I know that now that all this drama is over and everything is good, I can look back and get a hell of a laugh out of this. You can. However, let us not forget, why the hell did you recruit this guy in the first place? I don't know what your recruitment policy is. Maybe you've worded it differently. I don't know. Uh, but this raid support position business, recruiting people who clearly would not pass a trial in your guild, that's a yikes. Yeah? That's a yikes. Let's not do that. <clears throat> so I, that's that's a big scary... Literally everyone is guilty. It does feel that way to me. It does definitely feel that way to me. All right. We haven't had a creeper for a while. And I noticed that there is a creeper story. And creepers are really fucking weird. Uh, so let's investigate a creeper. Pexy's good. Yeah, Pexy's not guilty. Not guilty on Pexy every day. <sighs> okay. <laughs> the secret admirer. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> my, 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 my. Okay, we need... Oh, what a quality name. Mr. DPS. Mr. DPS. And Minime. Minime? Yeah. Minime. Welcome. And the title of this tale that I shall regale with you today is The Secret Admirer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it Gianluca again? I, I, if, I don't think we'll ever get close to Gianluca ever again. I don't think we'll ever see another Gianluca until Gianluca, the real life Gianluca, is born. In a little while. Okay. <clears throat> Recently, I got back to playing World of Warcraft when the pre-patch for the Shadowlands dropped. I played on and off during BFA, but I've been playing since vanilla and still play my same vanilla hunter from all those years back. Who even has the exact same pet on my original server. I've been catching up with drama time since my return as I listen to it while doing my world quest and have a jaw-dropping what-the-fuck story to share that I think you and your audience will enjoy. Let us go back then to original classic World of Warcraft, when I leveled up that hunter. Which of course took forever, because no one had any idea what they were doing. I joined a variety of guilds and eventually got made the hunter officer of a raid guild that did mortal, uh, mortal, Molten Core and Blackwing Lair. But we never quite managed to reach Ankaraj 40. Eventually, as they did, the guild began to crumble, and I was picked up and invited to one of the top guilds on my server. At least the top English-speaking guild on the server. The rest of my server were all from Hungary. Is this Ragnaros? Is this the server I'm on? Because I don't see it. I'm told it's a Hungarian server, but I don't see it. I don't... It must be Ragnaros, right? <laughs> it's gotta be. So I jumped at the chance. This is when I bumped into... Mr. DPS. This guild was doing Ankaraj 40 regularly, and I fitted in well and got on well with the people in the guild. It turned out the core of the guild had come from Ultima Online, and had known each other for many years. The long story short of what happened to that guild, which could be a little drama story, was that one of the girls in the guild was dating the main tank IRL. They were both from Norway, I believe. Anyway, that girl started sending nudes to one of the officers, and then flew to the Netherlands. Oh, it's nuts, isn't it? For sexy time, and when it all came out, the guild imploded, as is the age-old tales of drama time. So, in comes the main character, Mr. DPS. Mr. DPS was the raid leader of this particular guild, and was a bit creepy towards the female members of the guild. Creepy in terms of he would leap to their defense at any perceived slight, but only if you were pretty. <laughs> That's in the story. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're pretty. <laughs> Only if you're pretty. And was generally a bit odd. <laughs> but he was the raid leader, and you know what? He was a good raid leader. So, the creepiness was put to the side for his good raid leadership. 
<laughs> How good a raid leader do you need to be to be a creep? What's the what's the cutoff line? What's where's the where's the, the bit that where it tips over? Where does the scales balance on that exactly? Once the guild imploded, a little bit before Naxxramas release, if I remember correctly, the core members who had played Ultima Online together formed a brand new guild, and they decided to invite me. The raid leader, again, Mr. DPS. And the guild leader was a lovely woman from Blackpool. False. That is just not true. <laughs> I've been to Blackpool. Come on now. Can't kid a kidder. Ick. False. Right? Who's with me? <laughs> false. <laughs> Absolutely false. <laughs> Called Minimir. Minimir's husband was one of the officers, and we decided that we would wait for the Burning Crusade before attempting to get the guild to raid again. So, of course, the Burning Crusade started, and things were going mostly fine, although Mr. DPS was prone to apocalyptically going crazy at people for raid wipes, and again, had a slightly creepy obsession with the female members of the guild. The core members all knew about it, though. They'd known about it for years, and they let it slide. When discussing Mr. DPS and his strange habits towards the girls, it was just because he was a bit odd. So there it is. There you go. In the Burning Crusade, we struggled to recruit enough to do raids. At the server, as the server non-Hungarian population was slowly dwindling away, we eventually started doing raids in collaboration with another English-speaking guild. This was fine for a while, but eventually well, there was the usual friction you can expect over who gets loot, which guild's doing more, and it was decided by the core members that enough was enough with this Hungarian nightmare. We're going to move the guild to a brand new server. I was against moving the server for a few reasons, so I decided not to go as most of the guild left. Now you would think, if you're moving a guild to a whole new server, that you would carefully research that server and try and find out how its raiding population was. Yes, I would think that, but as drama time has taught me anything, apparently I'm the only one who thinks that. Because for some reason, people keep moving entire guilds to entirely dead realms with a population of nothing and hoping for a better recruitment. How was the decision made then over which server our guild should move to? How do we decide? Well, one of the women in the guild made an alt on that server and randomly whispered someone. And the person they whispered was really nice. So it seems, at least to her, that this was a non-toxic server. That's some Facebook-level research, honestly. That's 10 out of 10. I can appreciate it, right? I mean, it seems... I mean, you can't deny the facts, right? You can't deny the facts. That did happen. Yeah, let's pay money. A lot of money. Let's go. <clears throat> After I had heard this, I suggested maybe they should research it a bit more, but she seemed pretty confident that it was definitely a, a nice realm. And everybody was going to move to Frost Whisper. Now, I don't know anything about Frost Whisper. We might have some viewers who know about Frost Whisper. I know nothing about it. So, as you can imagine, I mostly lost touch with the members of that guild. But a few years later, I found out the guild had basically disbanded, unsurprisingly. Minimir and her husband had quit the game, among with many other of the core members, and that it was all Mr. DPS's faults. No big surprises. However, it wasn't until connections were being reformed, messages were starting to flow again because of the arrival of a certain classic World of Warcraft. As people sought me out and connections were remade, I found out exactly what Mr. DPS did. And fuck me, it was, well, yeah. When Classic came out, one of the Horde side guilds from my vanilla server basically pulled together in their Discord as many people from our server as possible. Through forums, and there was a find a person you play with in vanilla website. Is that true? Did they make that? That's a really good idea. That's cool. Connect with people from vanilla. What a good idea for a website. Short term, but still a good idea. And we ended up with a few hundred people, all of which had played with or against each other at some point back in the day. Mr. DPS, though, was nowhere to be found. As was pretty much everyone from my old guild, except for Minimir's nephew and a few other people who could corroborate Minimir's nephew's story. Including the former GM of the original AQ40 Vanilla Guild, who had also played Ultima Online with the original crew. 
So what did happen? What unfolded on Frostwhisper? Well, as I've said, Mr. DPS was a little bit odd. A bit different. As Minimir was the GM of the guild and Mr. DPS was the raid leader, Minimir... <clears throat> so some, for some reason, allowed... <laughs> and for some reason, Minimir allowed Mr. DPS access to her World of Warcraft account for something. I can't remember the exact reason... But for some reason, she decided to share her account with Mr. DPS. This was during the Burning Crusade. Now, as you probably know, giving someone else access to your WoW account is generally a bad idea. Even if you have known them for literally years. But there is something other than your character your account holds. And that is your address. <clears throat> oh no. Is this safe, Bex? I haven't read this. Are we good? <laughs> Are we good? <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're good? Okay, okay. I've got the all clear. We're going in. So as the story goes, as retold by Minimir's nephew, a few years after they moved to the new server, Minimir started getting things sent to her address. Love letters. Poetry. Flowers. Boxes of chocolates were all posted to her from Anonymous. She started to get really freaked out, as you might expect. But that wasn't the end of it. Mr. DPS, who lived in Germany, flew over to the UK. Oh no. Flew over to the UK to knock on Minimir's door and propose to her on the doorstep. But I bought you chocolates, right? <laughs> oh, no. What if he answered the door? The officer, right? We haven't got a name for him, but what if her husband opened the door? Is Minnie Mae home? Can I talk to her for a minute? <laughs> like, what, what's the story that happens? Uh, <clears throat> I want to be totally clear. Minnie Mae has never shown any interest in Mr. DPS. She's a hap She is happily married. Her husband is in the same guild, but Mr. DPS had different ideas. They had to call the police, and he was forcibly removed from the UK and sent back to Germany as the guild proceeded to implode as Minimir and her husband disbanded the whole guild because they were so freaked out. Good fucking call. Enough. Right? Let's, let's just change all those details. Let's just disappear Let's just become smoke on the water. Goodbye. Thank you. I will see you tomorrow. They even they quit World of Warcraft completely and also moved house in order to feel safe again. Jesus Christ, that's really scary. They had to buy a new house. Fuck. I don't think this story requires any judgment, but more of a tale of caution about sharing your WoW account info with other people. Especially with people who you self-describe as being a little bit odd. Yeah. Mm. Makes me second-guess inviting members of my guild to my house for barbecue now. Because some of them are real creepers. You've got Laws, Alex, Cloggington, Anarx. <laughs> it makes your skin crawl. <laughs> <laughs> Nobble's alright. Nobble's alright. Hey, to be fair, it was only Loz who watched my kids sleep. And he said that was to make sure they were safe. So I'm pretty convinced. Alright. Gumsy Fecal Thunder. Fecal Thunder. <laughs> Big Chunga. Why are you called Fecal Thunder? Birch. Birch. For context for that, so Loz doesn't get harassed. Emma was showing them the bedrooms while the kids were asleep. Because they're well decorated. I don't want you to picture Loz stood in a dark corner watching my kids sleep. <laughs> Although that's what I see in my nightmares. Your ordinary private server guild. Okay. Alright. Emma was showing him the bedroom. <laughs> Why do you got to take it like that, right? It's Friday, right? We're kicking back. We've had a great week. 
Why are you going to put it like that? My wife already left me this week for the Sky TV, man. That happened this week, right? I've already had to live through that. Uh, we need two guild names. However, the chat has a challenge here. It's, it's important that the guild names sound the absolute opposite of each other. That's the request from Bex. We need two guild names that sound the absolute opposite of each other. So... Uh... Blue and red. Creative AF. The rainbows and the darkness. Alright, I like it. The rainbows and the darkness. <laughs> I like it. That'll do. <clears throat> Mr. Preacher and your marvellous chat. Oh, he's buttering you all up. You know, it's bad. I'm pretty new listener for around a year now. God, when the people who've been watching for a year consider themselves new. My good. I would like to share my story nonetheless. So I hope you enjoy my little tale about helicopter guild leaders, abuse of power, childish behavior, and in my opinion, judgment required, a wholesome ending. Please note English isn't my first language. Have no worries. It does not matter. I did not expect anybody who sends a story into drama time to be Shakespeare. It's all good. Like the title suggests, we find ourselves on a private server. Some of you probably already guessed the expansion, of course, is the one, the only, Wrath of the Lich King. The story begins at the end of 20.15. I came back from a three-year hiatus because I had nothing better to do, and Ice Crown Citadel just opened its doors. Gumsy informed me that, uh, Gumsy informed me about that, and because League of Legends is a terrible game, I agreed on trying to experience the Ice Crown Citadel and the Ruby Sanctum like it was back in the day. My day-to-day -day life... To engage in raiding we need a guild right we had no connections on that server who still played and did the unironically best thing you could do for that search the forums for a good fit and there it was the rainbows a casual guild looking for people not characters they said oh hey we're recruiting people not classes yeah <clears throat> there was no beforehand gearing requirement and actively, they were raiding 10 and 25 men. We both instantly applied to this utopia, and I was asked to come to their TeamSpeak server for a chit-chat. I got moved to the main talking channel and had to answer some questions in front of everyone who was online in that moment, instead of being taken privately to an officer channel. After I got through this unusual experience, the first red flag hit me. In order to join, I had to rename my character. You see, my character's names are not something I take seriously like others. <laughs> well, I do. For example, one of my current character's names roughly translates to the steamy cucumber. My priest's name was a wordplay on a two-wheeled motorized vehicle, and this guild only accepts people who take their characters seriously. Ergo, their character names should be serious. Jesus. I don't know what I'd call myself with a serious name. I wouldn't call myself Preach, that's for sure. I thought not, I, I didn't think much of it. Whatever, we'll get a rename. Their rename system works a bit like World of Warcraft tokens. Someone donates money to the server, receives a code, and can sell them for gold. Two days later, I could join them after I chose a random weave name. <laughs> Which I assumed would be taken seriously, as I noticed Fecal Thunder was had a weave name as well. <clears throat> to start it off, let me tell you about Fecal Thunder. <laughs> He was not only guild master, but also a game master of the server and had the ego you can imagine to go along with it. I later found out he used his GM account, for example, to check if someone was really AFK in the raid. That's <laughs> so good. That's <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> Whenever they didn't respond to him... Um, when they didn't respond to me, he would teleport to them and observe them from invisibility to see if they were lying. Oh, like he also, okay, he also means in the open world. So if he whispers you in the open world and you don't reply, he teleports to you invisible and watches to see what you're doing. What a creeper. That is so lame. <laughs> Look, I'm ignoring you because I don't want to fucking towards you right now, right? Piss off. Honestly, right? Just piss off. I don't have to talk to you just because you've decided, fucker. <clears throat> he gave off a really weird vibe. And it seemed like most of us didn't like, but maybe feared him a little bit given his server power. 
Additionally, there was so-called Officer's Pad, a Google document, the most sacred of texts, where everything negative someone said or did to anyone that was recorded on the server logs, especially towards the leadership, was documented and shared. Hmm. 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 <clears throat> Luckily, all my comments are pure of heart, and uh, I've never said anything I regret in World of Warcraft, not even once. My start in this guild was a little rough. I would describe myself as knowledgeable in regards of classes and high-end content in Wrath of the Lich King, but eager to learn. Paired with my boomer mechanical skills, I make an av above-average player. This guild had a class leader system. In Wrath, really? <laughs> what the fuck? There was a dedicated channel with a current list of class leaders. With the opening sentence. Generally, the one above all is Fecal Thunder. He has knowledge about every class and spec. But there are also class leaders if he doesn't respond. Wow. The one above all. Nice. It is not allowed to teach someone. Oh, you are not allowed to dispense class advice if you are not in this list. Wow. A private server? Okay. <laughs> Again, I thought not much of it, but was relieved my spec Shadow Priest had been given a designated expert. So I wouldn't have to interact with Fecal Thunder. After the teaching session, I said something on the lines of, Nice, now I do more damage on multi-target as a Shadow Priest. Crazy. The teaching officer didn't like that I said that. What? Oh my god, what is this? After my teaching session, I said something along the lines of, Nice, now I do more multi-target damage. My teaching officer didn't like that. And the following day... I was dragged into the officer's channel to apologize because the teacher felt like I was being sarcastic about Shadow Priests and was not taking his teaching class seriously. <laughs> I can't think of the Wrath of Lich King Shadow Priest. You put Shadow of Pain and Touch on that one. And then you put Vampiric Touch and Shadow of Pain on that one. And then that one there, you put Vampiric Touch and Shadow of Pain on that one as well. And then you press Mind Blast. And then you, 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 then you need to refresh Shadow of Pain and Vampiric Touch on the first one. Run out. But then again, Blizzard said you can't multi-dot more than three targets because there's just not enough buttons in the game. So, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Meanwhile, Gumzy also joined. We were connected pretty well with most of the guild members. But mostly through guild chat, because we were on another team speak. We got told to join the team speak more frequently because we were acting like outsiders, which was fair point. A few days later, we got told to speak less <laughs> on their server. You need <laughs> I can't do it. I cannot believe you guys play games this way, right? I can't. I can't live in a world like this. Because I see it all the times on these forums. It's like, the game's so toxic. People are crazy. And then I'm over here and I'm like, no, it's not. And then you send me this. And I'm like, what game are you guys playing? Because I ain't playing this game. What are you guys doing? Okay, so they got told to join the guild team speak more frequently. Because they're acting like outsiders. But then they were told to speak less with each other. While we were in a channel where other members of the guild were. Because sometimes we would talk too much and other people felt like they couldn't talk. This was less than a week in the guild. In this moment, I had already gotten three small warnings by three of the four guild officers. Especially before, I got along well with the non-officers and one of them was Big Chunga. He is a long-time member, a game master as well, as I found out later, and took me a bit under his wing. Also, he was the raid leader for achievements, fun, and chill raids, whatever you want to call it, the more casual side. But first, allow me to tell you about the ICC raids. There were two days scheduled, one day for either, either 10-man or 25-man, and like every good guild leader should, Fecal Thunder also led our raiding nights. In 10-man, we progressed from around 6 out of 12 before I joined to 11 out of 12 normal mode. 
Shadow Priests were extremely valuable, as you might know. So Replenishment, which is Mana Return, and Dispersion outweighed my discrepancies that I had had with the officers. In 25, man, we were stuck between 4 to 6 bosses on normal. <clears throat> we even struggled as a team to do Gunship Heroic for the extra items. That hurts. <laughs> that really hurts. Hmm. The biggest reason was a policy. Okay, 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 okay. Let's take a breath here. It's not because they're bad, I don't think. There's a policy. <laughs> There's a policy. The biggest reason that we failed this stuff was a guild policy regarding pugs. Okay, we have a policy. I hope it's laminated or in PDF. There were no pugs. Every week, there were at least five deadweight people with no percentage buff not implemented yet. And no, oh, oh, the server has no percentage buff. Okay. And no overgearing. It was just not possible to carry them and kill some bosses. The problem was constant. Because after the Sunday raid, it came, it was known as purging time. Your guild has a day called purging time? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> it's, pur it's purging time like power rages <laughs> the music kicks in there's a zord forming in the background it's purging time there was a big fluctuation in members because i guess many couldn't be asked about some of these weird policies the guild had i believe around five members each week who were replaced is an accurate number five how many was the raid size in wrath 25 i think that we had 25 in wrath and it's a fifth of your raid that rotates out every week because of that, we had to recruit random amounts of uh, at least five completely new players every week who could never have time to learn and were therefore labelled as dead weight. And therefore they were kicked on purging day. Is <laughs> that the Hunger Games? Big Chunga's raids were a breeze of fresh air though. There was no pressure, no strict talking rules, a few achievements, some new mounts, the Anixia, Obsidian, Malagos, etc. It was fun. I had a great time. But then came the end of the era. I am now a member of this guild for three to four months. Why? And it's Sunday raiding night. The day before purging day. Sunday's 25, man. Serious. Big raiding. And I finally collected them all. Yep. I managed to piss off the one remaining officer that I haven't pissed off. The strange thing is, it was meant as a nice thing. Here's what happened. After wiping a few times on Rotface, the <laughs> the potato on the right of the Plague Works, <laughs> that actually helps me. <laughs> Genuinely helps me. Fecal Thunder commentated badly about the healing performance of one of our new members. He had been coached by the fourth officer. I then whispered him something like, according to the DPS, Fecal Thunder's coaching isn't that good. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? Why would you say that? That's going in the logs. That's going in the Duke, the Google Doc, in the sacred texts. Why would you do that? It's going on parchment, bro. Parchment. <sighs> Immediately after I hit that enter key, I got called out in raid chat by the said raid leader, Fecal Thunder. The funny thing is, although this seems like the guiltiest I've been since I joined, I was tilted beyond all recognition. The next week, after a few tries and a gunship fight with half our raid dead, I played the Super Mario victory music. <laughs> now we've reached the point where we no longer care, ladies and gentlemen. You may be familiar with this after a night of wiping. Care has left the building. Care has left. Many people laughed, but I got instantly muted in TeamSpeak. And later, on purging day, I wasn't kicked, but I was demoted while I was offline. But new week, new drama with this guild, as you can probably imagine. After our raid was cancelled due to low participation following purging night. <laughs> I love that they just kick people and can't raid anymore. This is fucking IQ off the charts. We just keep kicking people. And there'll be more, right? There's just an endless supply of people. We can keep constantly recruiting and kicking every week. No problem. Big Chugga decided because of the low participation to start a mount run instead as the official raid was cancelled. The problem here, he didn't double check. He didn't consult with Fecal Thunder, the one above all. Immediately, Fecal Thunder took away Big Chunga's permissions for our external raid planning tool. Unlike me, he didn't take that shit and just left the guild and full CBA'd. 
with two of his friends on the spot and joined a guild of real life friends for a brief period of time. Well played, Big Chunga. What? You did what? Bye. I'm out. I still enjoyed the company of them and kept contact. One day, Gum Gumsy and I raided Nax 10 for the undying achievement <laughs> with them, which led to a brand new guild rule. After we got the achievement, the rule appeared immediately after it popped up that every member of our guild was explicitly forbade to raid with Big Chunga's guild in any capacity at all. Why? Why? You loser! You loser! God damn it, man! The power trips of these people! <sighs> We asked Fecal Thunder, why? Good. <laughs> why? And he said, they talk crap about me. Yeah, you're a dick. <laughs> we, we talk crap about you. What are you on about? I was present at the time, and while we did, yeah, we did talk shit about him. It was always away from his face, right? It was politely behind his back. He was in private. Can't get mad about that. There was no in-between. A decision had to be made. Obviously, I sided with Big Chunga, but instead of just G-quitting, I came up with a few extra steps before. Policies of my own, you might say. First, I bought myself a second rename code, preserving it for later use. Further, we farmed mats and gold and built me a mechanohog. One day, the day came, and all the stars were aligned in the sky. Everyone was raining and no officer on their main character, which means nobody could kick me quickly. My character got his old, unserious, derpy name back, logged in, used that hog to add it to my mount, so the achievement popped up. Uh, what's his non-serious name? Uh, we'll go with uh, Buttlicker. Buttlicker achieved Get the Chopper. <laughs> I proceeded... <laughs> I proceed by leaking a short personal information about Fecal Thunder, his first name. Uh, I mean, that's doxing, dude. Don't do that. And left. I left the guild. Lastly, I did something extremely cringeworthy. And I won't tell you what, but here's a little hint. It rhymed. Oh, you wrote a little poem, didn't you? You fucking... You, you, oh, no. You made a little poem. The raid was cancelled immediately. Members who just asked me what happened got kicked for even talking to me. Fecal Thunder even made an angry and vague Facebook post. <laughs> oh, shit. Whoa. Insulting Big Chunga's height. <gasps> who did nothing except knowing about me. I didn't tell Gumza, who, who was a bit surprised, but he continued as a member. A few days later, a new officer in tank who was in contact with us got kicked while he was offline because the logs in the Google Doc exposed that he had spoken to me. All of us former members agreed, let's just make another guild. As a little jab, we chose a name with a resemblance to our past. So, Guild 2 was born, The Darkness. We even got a few of the returning players. With a solid roster, we started our first own raid of ICC-10. Our team consists of five members who recently got kicked or left, three who returned, Gumsy and another member of the Rainbows. We breezed through the first four bosses on Heroic and asked ourselves why the Rainbows struggled so hard even on Normal, but then there was a message in yellow for two of our players who still played in the Rainbows. You have been removed from the Rainbows. Apparently, a new policy had been put in place. It was absolutely forbidden for anyone to play with the darkness. And both of them were exposed after the achievement for the first few heroic bosses popped up. A bit baffled, we continued and cleared normal mode and got the prestigious Kingslayer titles. Very prestigious. Barely anybody has that title. You should always wear it. It's rare. Super rare. We acted like grown-ups should... I did a mammoth parade with Bloodlust and other gimmicky buffs, which increased the player size on Fecal Thunder's place in Dalaran. The Rainbow's response was lying in the forums about clearing normal mode with ease, while they actually were stuck on Lich King 10-man normal, and claiming one or two, mo two bosses more than they actually did in 25-man. In the darkness, we got two or three new heroic bosses in the following weeks. Unfortunately, it didn't last. We couldn't raid anymore without pugs and were therefore stuck at 7 or 8 out of 12 heroic 10 men. But then, the second coming of Jesus. <gasps> On the verge of death, our saviour emerged from the shadows. His name, Birch. A group of four was doing a random heroic ended up with this weird paladin. He had terrible talents, 
and even more terrible gear. After the run, he mentioned we were in one guild and asked, how does one join the darkness? We didn't know what we say because we only invited people we knew in the past and replied with, uh, we, if you, if you want to join, you can join. We, we just play to have fun. He promptly replied, no. The guild is, sh the game is shit. <laughs> I think he said. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah they tell him he needs to have fun playing world of warcraft and he replies no this game is shit <laughs> birch joins and we thought nothing of it so he joins anyway of course <laughs> like a player birch joins without a thought uh, thinking nothing of it he then brings in three friends and we heard somehow and we somehow got four applicants from the rainbows they didn't like it there anymore and heard from somewhere someone that there was a better way a better guild a better life so they left and reached out to us all of us original members denied doing any poaching and it was true it just seemed to happen spontaneously because we didn't ask any of them it turns out bought birch the embodiment of all that is holy and of leeching he would <laughs> he became known for following people auto attacking afk on trash pressing greed for his second spec was a damn good recruiter though a damn good recruiter. The funny twist is, he left our guild after a month. After replenishing our entire raid roster on his own. <laughs> what a guy! My work here is done. I will now move on to my greener pastures. With the flow of new members, we could schedule raids again. And we were more attractive for more applicants. I took upon the role of raid leading, knowledgeable but slow. We was kind of co-guild leading, and even with the unexperienced members, we started as normal clear and ended up 9 out of 12 heroic in just a few weeks. In the meantime, the poor rainbows disbanded. Fecal Thunder was there, guildless. I decided I would be good, pay it forward, and invited him to our guild once. He declined it, and I never sent it again. Fast forward a couple of days, a GM message finds me in the pink i am i have to go to the server's team speak server immediately our beloved fecal thunder was not only game master but also a lead game master now his lackey he sent to confront me gave our guild its first and last warning because we apparently were breaking the server rules multiple times he mentioned defamation and toxicity but had no evidence poaching and toxicity we didn't and spamming fecal thunder with guild invites <laughs> they linked a screenshot of me doing it as proof mm, busted <laughs> oh no busted <laughs> this screenshot proving our wrongdoing could unfortunately not be uh could not be used used uh, but could not obviously not be provided by me but luckily there aren't any tools to edit pictures at last our guild was threatened with a full perma ban this marks the end of the journey of my journey with the rainbows and with fecal thunder we never interacted with them at all anymore for fear of losing the entire guild we let them be and we went on our own way eventually our guild did clear the 10-man heroic multiple times and could even build a 25-man team Together with two other members, we could organize an 11 out of 12 heroic in the end before we called it quits. I went on to a new adventure with my fellow raid leaders and our main tank, joining them on retail World of Warcraft at the tail end of Legion. You missed out on the entire of Legion to play Wrath of the Lich King? Bruh. You know. To this day, I am in contact with at least a handful of people I met and befriended during this process. One raid leading colleague even is a friend of Birch, so I could contact him years later. He turned out to be the biggest stoner I ever met and had no clue how he saved our guild and just said people tended to like playing with him, so he always was easy for recruiting. Yes, I'm working on growing a backbone and got better at that. Today I'd leave the rainbows before even joining them. Good. Thank you. Bless you. To my knowledge, Fecal Thunder is still the active GM on that fated Wrath of the Lich King private realm. The moral of the story is this. It takes only one to kill a guild. And also, how it's the people and not the game itself that keeps you playing. I wish you and your audience all a pleasant evening. Best regards, your author. The end. 
Oh, God, we've been on another roller coaster today. I'm exhausted. From the start of the baby to the downfall of everything. My God, did we go on a journey. Another drama time. Entered into the history books, my friend. Wrath of the Lich King classic waiting room here. You know it's coming. You know it is coming. And it's on its way. Another week in the books as well, my friends. Yes, it has been a massive journey. I'm going to love you and leave you. Have a great weekend. It is red hot and roasting here in the UK. I'm going to go and cool down and be generally quite relaxed. <sighs> but I will see you again as soon as humanly possible. Be good, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And I'll see you as soon as possible. All right? Bye, everybody.